Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with Lauren Whiteley, a biology major, forensic science minor, who is originally from Seattle, but most recently from Houston. Lauren shares tons of tips and techniques that have helped her to be successful And she also talks about how dropping a chemistry course completely changed her trajectory in school. Take a listen. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us. Um, If you don't mind, just introduce yourself and maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. Yeah, of course. I'm Lauren Whiteley. I'm a biology major with a forensic science minor at Baylor. I'm from Seattle, Washington, but I live in Houston now. And I want to say the Dr. Pepper floats brought me to Baylor. (laughs) They're very popular, aren't they? Yes. (laughs) Special thing. Well, Lauren, as you know, this podcast is really focusing on sharing tips and techniques that students have used to be successful academically in their coursework. And can you share with us maybe some study strategies that you found to be especially helpful in your work? Yeah, of course. Um, I think the most important thing that I've come to find um, in the past two years is that if I really am stuck on how to study for a class, uh, the best thing to do is just to go into the professor and let them know. Um, I haven't had a professor, especially at Baylor yet, where I've gone in and said that I'm just really lost in your class and I don't know where to start. Uh, Judge me or um, say maybe the class isn't for you then maybe you need to think about a different path and they're always helpful and even if you don't believe them when they say that this will definitely help um it usually always does (laughs) oh awesome well that's great i think our faculty here at baylor is a tremendous resource that we have and um i'm so glad you found that to be helpful and hopefully i know that before the first time maybe you go into a professor's office, it might be a little bit of a nerve-wracking experience. Oh, extensively daunting for sure. But I'm, you just have to remember that they were also your age, just like stumbling through their undergrad as well, and that makes it pretty easier. And usually they're, I mean, especially, I, they're usually pretty open about their personal experiences as well, and that's always really exciting and interesting to hear. Um, I think it's really easy to idolize professors because obviously if they've gotten this far and had this thorough of an education, you just assume that they've always been successful in their studies, but that's, you know, not always the case. So um, it's good to hear where they had pitfalls and how they got over it as well. That's awesome. I'm glad you've had such a good experience. Well, when you use these great strategies and start studying. Do you have any sort of study routine that you typically fall into when you're preparing for your classes? Yes, I do. Um, So the first thing, usually my default for every class, especially if they don't um, uh, make you read, is I just usually try to at least read one of the chapters in one of my classes, and if I do find it extremely helpful and it's a heavily textbook-based class, then I make it like a must-do. You have to read every single chapter. 
Um, if you don't feel like you need to take notes, that's a personal thing. I am one of those people that likes to scribe everything and just like take down as much as possible. And then like throughout the semester, I'll start to figure out like, oh, like, well, he hasn't really ever tested us on this before. And so maybe I'll like skim it to make sure just in case, but you know, you can usually start pinpointing it down and then you can start selectively reading. Um, so that's what I usually do. I also, especially during the school year, as far as just like regular habits go every day is I make a point of at least trying to do or skimming over every subject every day or like a good, you know, normal people take around like five to six classes. That's about 15 hours. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so like maybe I'll look at like three classes and try to do homework for like three classes every day. And if it's just for like 30 minutes, that's fine. Um, just a really where I personally start to um, get overwhelmed is when I haven't looked at a subject all week and I'm supposed to have like this entire chapter done and like all the online homework done. And I just like, it's too much and I, I have to personally take stuff in small bits. And so just making sure to do it every day, even if it's not a lot, will help. That's great. So. Yeah, just a little touch on the subject to keep you fresh on what that's about. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, some people think the way you start the day really sets the tone for how the rest of your day is going to go. So do you have anything that you do consistently in the morning to help you prepare for your day? Oh, yes. Um, I'm actually super strict on habits, especially <laughs> this past semester. That's got to be one of my like most I the day's lost if I like don't start off my day right <laughs> <laughs> and so um even I know it's um I try to make a really really big point and like I try really hard to wake up at the same time every day mm -hmm. um so that it's easier to wake up at the same time every day even if I don't like it um, mm -hmm. especially if I have like, uh, classes that start at different times with the, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday schedule. Um, and so like, if I don't have a class time, like if it's a later start for me that day, I will wake up and run downstairs. I lived in Brooks for two years. And so I had the dining hall right downstairs. But, um, if you're in an apartment right now, that's cool too. But um, I get a cup of coffee from the dining hall, go back upstairs, check my email, uh, check my Canvas account. And then um, I'd start to get dressed-ish, you know, depending on how tired I am, I'd like kind of like slug through it. But um, it was like definitely like that waking up and getting the coffee was a must do or else I just like, I, I was pretty slow for the rest of the day if I didn't do that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, like pretty big habit makers. I try to do, if I had like an hour break between classes or anything more, um, I always use that to like check my email or do, I, I can get, um, pretty distracted pretty easily. And so if I, everyone likes to sit down, like after all their classes around like two or three and start their homework, mm -hmm. what I sometimes do is I just like check my email and then my email, like. I'm addicted to online shopping. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll do something from like ASOS or one of the other like anthropology. And then the next thing you know, I've spent like an hour online shopping for clothes that I can't even afford. <laughs> so I try to check my email during my hour breaks um, so that I don't do that when it's time for me to do homework. 
Um, or I just try to get a bit of homework done, like something really quick that I can finish quickly. Um, or at least like get halfway through like a good chunk. Um, so that's a really good habit to get into. I know a lot of people, they'll like, I don't know, I've seen people watch Netflix in between or go home and take a nap. And that works for you. That's really cool. I just don't like to waste that time because I feel like, um, especially like when you're getting on later into the afternoon, um, and I'm like reading a chapter for an English class. Um, I think that's a great time is to read. I find that I really like it if I'm already 10 pages in. Yes. So. <laughs> it gives you an extra boost. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, you're not like, oh man, I have to read 50 pages. Well, now it's only 40. <laughs> yes, that's right. It makes it, it sounds like doing a little bit when you have those tiny breaks and taking advantage of that really reduces how much you'll have to do at the end of the day in the afternoon. Yeah, definitely. I think that'd be a, a good theme throughout like all of my study habits is like bits and pieces. Don't try to do everything at once. Great. Yes. That definitely keeps it less overwhelming. Yeah. I know that when I was in high school, that was my like uh, study strategy is I would just like cram everything at the last minute. And of course that works because it was, you know, high school, but uh, there's just like, and plus, you know, like you're spending a lot of money at Baylor on these classes. You want to get as much as out, like out of them as you can. Yeah. Um, especially if you're planning on doing a secondary type of education of any sort, whether that be graduate school or medical school or, you know, anything like that. So. Yes. Just, Your subjects will definitely come back. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's building that foundation. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Lauren, where is your favorite place on campus to study? Uh, yeah, that is, that is tough. And that is something that I've actually had a really hard time with. And if you have a car and you can go somewhere else, I highly recommend that. Uh, but if you don't, um, my default is the moody atrium just because mm -hmm. I like a little bit of a noise around me. Um, when I was at my first semester at Baylor, my, it like it, I changed my study zones oddly. Um, I started on like the third or fourth floor of moody where it's completely silent. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, obviously, especially during like really, uh, busy test weeks, everyone's there. So you don't want to be there. So during the week, um, other buildings like Carol Science is pretty quiet. Um, the BSB files out pretty quickly after five. And so you can usually um, find like an open classroom. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> Sometimes I'll sneak into a classroom just so that I can use a whiteboard. Oh, um, good. That's a great idea. I also, resources are a big deal. I'm not a business major, so I cannot personally get into the study rooms and foster, but I have friends that are business majors, and so sometimes I'll say, hey, want to have a study party? <laughs> I'll swipe you into the dining hall, especially if they like live off campus and don't have a meal ticket anymore. But um, So I'll usually try to do that. Um, as far as off-campus places, though, uh, Collins Street Bakery is really nice. Um, I like chilly places and they're pretty cold. <laughs> and they've also got great Wi-Fi. And um, usually if it's a normal weekend, it's just, it doesn't get as crowded as Panera. And I don't like to, Panera sometimes they'll kick you out and make you sit at a community table. And I'm one of those people that likes to take up a lot of space. So. <laughs> like to set up shop. Yeah. 
I like to, yeah, definitely. Like I'll make like a little base and then I'll like come back to it, take a break. And then, so. Awesome. But I would say those are some of my favorite. Collins Street, Moody Atrium, when it's not busy. And then um, during the week, any of the buildings after five. Great. That's good. Those are good tips. Yeah, of course. Well, another thing that um, I'm learning is that sometimes our challenges we've overcome or missteps we've taken sometimes can be our greatest teachers. So is there any experience that you've had since coming to Baylor that has really taught you a lot? Yeah, of course. I mean, like I said, um, I had a pretty harsh introduction to college. Um, I really tried stubbornly to apply all of my high school study habits to all of my classes, and it didn't end up being in my favor. Um, I would say that it was, um, I think Baylor and Baylor professors do a good job of trying to really introduce you to this new kind of atmosphere of learning um, the first semester, but then the second semester, they expect you to know it at that point. And I just didn't. And so my second semester was pretty tough. Um, I ended up dropping one of, I dropped chemistry and it was pretty embarrassing. And so, um, because like I knew that I could do it, but for some reason at the time I didn't understand, but really I just like, I wasn't reading the textbook and I wasn't studying <laughs> or like doing any of the online homework. Cause I was like, this is ridiculous. This is too hard. <laughs> um, but I would say that, um, because I was so embarrassed, uh, I decided to retake it over the summer and, um, by that point, not only was it, it just felt like embarrassing because it was a waste of my money. Like I shouldn't have had to do it again. And also I should know how to be successful in college at this point. It's been a year. Um, I was pretty determined to do better in chemistry this time. And so um, I really just like, that's when I decided I was like, you know what, you were, you don't know how to study. Um, it's different you get super frustrated when something's even like an inkling harder than it's supposed to be or what you think it's supposed to be. And so I just really like said, okay, let's think about everything that you've heard from everyone else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like from all of my other friends that have been successful in their class, they always say to just read the textbook and it always goes so much simpler. Usually. I mean, there are some classes that are like, the professors, you know, like <clears throat> my statistics class this semester, um, my professor hated our book and they just switched it this semester. And so I think she ended up just giving us all of the resources that we needed to study anyways. So obviously, you know, don't worry about too much about the book there, but for the most part, uh, the book is um, an extremely good tool. And so um, I would say that was like my big moment where, um, I had decided instead of just like becoming a student that gets by, I wanted to be a student that does really well. And I needed to be because uh, with the stuff that I want to do later on, I have to have pretty good grades here. So. Sure. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. It sounds like that experience just really helped you change your mindset and how you were approaching that class and thinking through yeah. 
Oh, I would say mindset is also, I mean, all throughout my freshman year, I was just super angry that I needed to do anything more than just like look at the PowerPoints. And I was fine in all of my classes that like required reading, you know, you have Christian scriptures that requires reading. And so I was fine in that class because of that. Um, but like, I just didn't notice a theme of like, okay, well, like maybe if the professor doesn't see that doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't be reading the book you know, mm. and it's always, always a good place to start. So Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing about that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, as you've gotten more integrated into campus, um, mm -hmm. what are some organizations that you've gotten to be a part of? Oh, yeah. I'm a part of MSO, and I got to tell you, it's the best organization on campus. <laughs> um, it's short for Medical Service Organization. Um, especially if you're pre-med there, it's kind of overwhelming the first semester when you get into a PHP and you have like, you're required to join a pre-health organization and you have no idea which one to pick. Mm -hmm. Um, I think most people pick, uh, the big one as I want to say asthma, but yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but MSOs, um, I don't want to say they're more lax, but they're more geared towards uh, public service. And they have a lot of volunteering facets that have a lot of different specialties. So my thing, apart from really liking the human body, is I also love animals. And so I am a part of the Humane cell, Society cell. And then there's also like a furry friend cell. And so if you like animals, you can go to animals or... Um, there's a soup kitchen that meets every Friday to get your volunteer hours in. And so I think I just liked that, like, uh, MSO caters to a really broad range of interests and also everyone's awesome in it, you know, and you can pretty much like, you can be super involved in the group. We're not so much involved really at TM. Okay, so that's one thing that I got involved with that was kind of outside. Um, another great thing is, um, I got a job at the library. So I worked downstairs in the digitization center that no one knows about. <laughs> and um, that's, I think, really good for setting your schedule because I think some kids just, they end up having so much time on their hands once they get to college that they're like, oh, that's not due for another month. I don't need to worry about that right now or for another week. And so like having a job definitely made me go, okay, well, if I'm working on Monday, then I have to get this done on Tuesday because I only have like two days in between. Um, and then another thing that I got involved with uh, for pre-med students um, is I joined a research lab mm -hmm. uh, last fall and I didn't think I was going to be interested in it, um, but it ended up being arguably one of my favorite experiences to this point at Baylor. I love research so much. Um, it was called Small World Initiative, and Dr. Hartman ran it, uh, and it was on, like, microbiology, and I would say that if you are interested in getting into research, and that's an extracurricular activity you'd like to do, uh, just start asking your professors, hey, like, are you doing research? If so, like, do you have any extra spots? Can I volunteer in your lab? Or, um, I think I heard about the research lab from Dr. Hartman. She just sent out an email, and she was like, hey, like, this is a research class that I do every fall. Um, if you're interested, apply. So I did. And then I got in. And then it ended up being awesome. And I've met my, one of my best friends on campus through the uh, lab. So it's also great for that. <laughs> Exciting. 
it's really neat when you just step out and try something new and then find that you loved it even more than you thought you would. Oh, yeah. It was one of the most delightful surprises. It was, I was kind of just like, I started it because I was like, all right, this would look really great on an application in the future. And now I've completely rethought my future because I love research so much. Um, instead of going straight into medical school, I'd like to take two years off and just like work in the field of research for a little bit. And I just, I loved it. The, I loved learning about the peer review process. Um, the peer review process was hard to do because it's hard to defend yourself um, in your research, especially to, I think we did it with like other professors in the biology department who clearly know more than us. <laughs> but um, it was still fun to, you know, kind of feel like what it was like to work in research. And this is kind of how it goes. So that's yeah. great well, yeah so glad you've been a part of that yeah and Baylor's really great for that so seriously if you guys can get out there and do some research or you have the option take it so yes there's lots of good research opportunities that's mm -hmm. a great tip well you have a lot going on so you're involved in several different organizations you have a job you're studying, you're taking classes. How do you like to manage your time? Or is there a tool that you use that really helps you with that? Right. Um, so I'd say like, um, the biggest thing that probably helps me is I just make a rule. Um, it's really, really hard, especially the first semester you're in the dorm, um, to not like, uh, come home back to your dorm and say that you're still gonna work but then you end up being on like hour five of this like mini series on netflix and like <laughs> the murder mystery and you're about to find out who the murder is and you're like clean up here it's supposed to be but also it doesn't end up being them not like this is a personal experience <laughs> but anyways I make it a really strict rule to not come home until I've gotten, I make like a list of small study goals that I want to get done throughout the day. And then um, I want to get that done. And then if I have errands that I need to run, like let's say I wanted to go pop over to the success center um, to talk with one of you guys just about, you know, future stuff. Um, I do that before I go home. And I usually have pretty, like early class start times, like I usually take 8 a.m. Uh, mm -hmm. just to get me up and with my cup of coffee. <laughs> um, and so I leave at eight and I don't come back till like eight or nine at night. Like no naps. Um, I don't eat lunch at wherever I'm living at Brooks. I always, I stay out. My backpack's usually super heavy and it's pretty annoying, but like I bring all of my textbooks out with me if I wanted to read a little bit, um, during the day or whatever goal I had, like, especially, so I just took OCHEM to this last semester. And so the sections can get pretty long, but like each chapter is divided into either like 12 to 15 sections. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'll say, okay, let's read three sections today and you'll do three sections a week and then, or a day. And then for five days, that's 15 sections. That's the chapter. Yeah. So, um, I'll like, I'll make sure to bring my textbook and it comes with the little solutions manual too for the application problems, which way I also would say is also really important as far as um, study habits go is if uh, professors say to do the practice problems, you should do them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Um, 
So I think though that that has been my most important um, time management skill is staying out of the dorm for yes. sure. Okay. And I think that's really important because it's so easy, especially if you like your roommates or even worse, if you hate your roommates and you're arguing with them all the time, um, they're just gonna get in your way of the stuff that you need to get done. So. Sounds like you begin the day kind of prepared and you're all set with all the, the resources. Oh yeah. 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 And I am pretty much a zombie in the morning. So I pack everything up at, at night so that when I'm ready to go, I, I don't have to do, do that much in the morning. Like I, the least amount possible I have to do in the morning. And I know my, my roommate gets pretty annoyed with it. <laughs> Because she, I don't know, she feels guilty where she has to like, oh, well, I guess I better get ready for the day now too. <laughs> so that's, that's another great tip. So you kind of prepare for the next day, the night before. As much as I can. Yeah. You know, um, if there's not um, a subject that I want to work on the next day, like um, let's say I'm reading Othello in British literature, but I already read like the first act and I don't want to read the second act until Wednesday. I will um, just leave that book there. Mm -hmm. And like if I wanted to work on my OCHEM, I pack my OCHEM book in a like separate book bag from my backpack. Or um, I always, I'm super adamant on charging all of my electronics at the same time at night. <laughs> oh yeah. So I make sure to plug in my computer if I'm going to need it the next day. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. So I just like, I mainly I pack up my backpack. Uh, sometimes if I'm feeling really feisty about organization, I'll lay out what I want to wear the next day. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, that's uh, also something I like to do. I like to be stylish. <laughs> Look, we'll do well. Yeah. Um, and then trying to think of what else I'll do. Yeah, that's usually what I'll, that's usually what I'll do. Sometimes if I'm, I'm bored and like, I'll usually read just like a for fun book um, at night or like, you know, just to like stay away from too much TV. Mm -hmm. um, if that's like not really doing it for me, I'll whip out some class notes that I don't remember um, and I'll look over some class notes, but not a lot. Um, I'm usually pretty tired by the end of the day from just kind of walking around all day and stuff. So I usually head to bed pretty fast after I've gotten ready. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think this is really helpful, especially for students. Some, as we all know, just all people, some people kind of tend to be more morning people and some people are more night people. And mm -hmm. so if you know that the more, the, the less work that you need to do in the morning to get ready for the day will be the best thing for you, then that could be great to kind of have that done the night before. So then in the morning, you don't have a lot of extra things you have to think about. So that's yeah, definitely awesome. Well, so I know you've mentioned that you, you like to have that first cup of coffee in the morning kind of helps you with your day. What yeah. is your favorite coffee order when you get coffee somewhere? Oh, okay. Well, if it's Starbucks, um, I like to get a, grande or tall uh, chai tea latte with soy milk and it specifically has to be with a shot of blonde espresso. Uh -huh. I know when they mess it up. I can tell the difference between normal espresso and blonde espresso and it's got to be blonde. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, so if anyone's curious, I know it's like one of those super weird orders where you're just like, what are you putting in your body? <laughs> but it's like my favorite drink of all time. <laughs> awesome. That sounds yummy. Um, well, in the midst of your long days when you're out and you're doing um, all your different studying, what do you like to do when you take a break from studying? Are there any favorite study breaks you like? Yes, um, I will almost definitely um, check my email. People, all of my friends make fun of me for checking my email too much. <laughs> um, but I'll, that's the first thing that I'll do is I'll check my email or I'll check campus just to see if like, sometimes if I'm like going to an SI pretty regularly and I see like the worksheet is up, like I'll go ahead and print it off. Um, subjects can get pretty hard in college and it's really easy to get overwhelmed. Um, even if you are trying your best to stay on top of the topic without, you know, letting too much accumulate by the end of the week. Um, so if I'm feeling um, super freaked out and um, I just need to get away from the material for a couple minutes, wherever I am is I'll just get up and go take a walk and just like try not to think about it. Um, also, if I'm like, jamming stuff into my head and it's just not working and I just need to go away and come back and look at it later. Uh, sometimes just like simply starting on a new subject. That's maybe a little bit easier. Um, we'll keep you focused and then you're not wasting too much time. Um, getting a cup of coffee is a great thing to do during a break. Um, even if you need to get like decaf cause it's too late at night. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another good break thing to do. If, if you like to, if you have a good study group, of people where you don't talk too much and you guys get a lot of work done together. Sometimes it's just like nice to get into a groove of like looking up every, you know, 30 or 45 minutes and saying, Hey, like, what are you learning? Uh, my best friend on campus and my roommate, Julie, uh, who gets super annoyed with me when I'm cleaning up at night. <laughs> um, we also study together. We spend a lot of time together. And so, um, She's a different major, though. She's a psychology major, and I've never really had any experience with psychology, so I love hearing about all of her classes, and if I'm just, like, too much into my classes, I'll just look up and tell, ask her, like, hey, like, what are you learning in sense and perception right now? Like, what are you guys covering? Um, and so, like, just, you know, maybe if you find a good study group of, like, people to talk to, that would be a good idea. Um, I'm an avid texter. <laughs> Maybe I'll respond to a text um, in between stuff, but that can get kind of sticky because that would be a really good hold to fall down where. <laughs> yes, those conversations can take over fast, can't they? Yeah, they can. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. If I'm at my dorm and I'm home sometimes like on a Thursday night, if I'm, I really can't do another building and I have to come home and like get out of like, Jeans can be tight for, especially for ladies. <laughs> so if I need to get out of, you know, like the pants and put on some sweatpants, um, I will come home and like brush my teeth in between or uh, take off my makeup. Or if I need a longer break, I'll take a shower. Uh -huh. um, longer breaks too, if I'm getting super overwhelmed and I just need to like take a lot of time away from the material is um, I'll go over to the slick and go swimming or like take a walk or a jog. Or I'll just jog outside on the bear trail, which is great, especially if you're not looking to go all the way over to this lake if you don't live that close to it. Um, I think that's, 
that's um, the majority of my hints. Uh, if you're at home studying, sometimes it's fun to just like go downstairs and talk to your mom like, while she's cooking or something. I take, I come home a lot now. Uh, so that's a thing that I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go talk to my mom or go downstairs and she'll be like, I don't know, cooking sometimes or cleaning or she'll be doing her own work and I'll just go in there and work with her. Awesome. Um, trying to think of what else. If I have like chores, like I need to clean my room, I will like do like tidbits. Like I'll make my bed until I'm bored of making my bed, and then I'll go back and I'll do homework. You know, sometimes boring yourself out with something else will make you want to <laughs> do your homework. That's a really good uh, thing that I've come to find. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, building in those chores, and then you're accomplishing that too in the midst of getting a break. Oh yeah, it feels great. You don't feel like you're wasting time. I've definitely had like tests where I've been like super scared of the material, especially in OCHEM. And so um, I'll like clean so I don't feel like I'm wasting time to study. But um, I, it's kind of like, I call it like procrastination cleaning. <laughs> yes, so. it happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> These are all great little study break ideas. Good. I hope so. I hope they help some people. I try to get um, I'm kind of, you know, obviously, like, it's still from high school, like, I like to do um, that super cram session, and so sometimes when I feel myself getting um, overwhelmed by the material, I'll want to, you know, push harder, and it's just, like, you can't do that. Um, that's why it's really important to, like, leave yourself enough time, you know, uh, to where if you do get stuck on something, leave yourself enough time to go in and ask someone about it. Yes. That's, that's a great tip. Just yeah. So, yeah. Steps. So if you need to stop, it's okay. And you have time to go back to it later. Um, I know, I think like, gosh, for my major bio lab was the big thing that people uh, got really caught up on. And so like, I remember waiting until the day before or the day of, cause I had like a super late lab time. And if I had a question about something on the test or exam, like if it was even going to be covered or not, I didn't have a choice. Just, you know. Sure. It's, it's really, I mean, it's really nerve wracking going into a test and having a bunch of unanswered questions. You know, you just you don't want to do it. <laughs> yes. 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 So. I remember feeling some of those feelings myself when I was a student, so. Yeah, oh yeah, it's the worst. So definitely give yourself enough time so that you can take steady breaks. I so. think that that's some good, good words of wisdom. Awesome. What has been a resource at Baylor that you've really found to be useful? Uh, the Success Center, I think is really useful. Uh, whenever I've had really serious questions, um, I found uh, that I can always come in there. Um, I think you guys even provide mentors. I used to, especially my first year of college, when I was super confused on what was going on, I hoarded mentors. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I had a mentor from MSO. <laughs> I had a mentor from you guys. I had a, a mentor at my church, you know. Awesome. I was just constantly like talking, talking, talking. And I think I even, um, I mean, I think I, my favorite mentor was your guys's because she actually made a schedule for me on Excel that I could follow on a weekly basis and showed me how I could edit it for my semesters. And I still have it on my computer. And like, um, I think one of the scariest things 
when I got to college was forgetting that I was enrolled in a class and like not knowing where to go. And because no one reminds you, you know, it's not like high school where you immediately go to the next period. Sure. <laughs> so um, I thought that was extremely helpful and helps me just get started, you know. Um, and so I would say the Success Center, if you have any questions about changing your major, you guys are great. Um, if you have any questions on what you want to do outside of college and what your options are when you graduate, you guys are great. This uh, podcast, I think, is an excellent idea. Um, I would be all over it. And I am, I'm probably going to look at it myself because I'm always looking for study hits and new things to do, even still. Great. Um, and so I'm trying to think what else. I would say that you guys are the most helpful, for sure. Well, thanks. Well, I'm glad you found our different resources um, to be valuable. And I'll be sure to link to all these different areas in the show notes. So anybody listening who wants to know how to get a mentor or maybe go meet with someone to explore majors and career options, um, you'll be able to do that pretty quickly and easily. So great. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I think like, I don't know, So I just have definitely come to you guys the most out of all the resources and have uh, used you guys the most just in my um, academic career. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Well, I just have one more question for you and it's kind of thinking about the future. I know you've talked a little bit about medical school, about research, about different ideas maybe you have, but what are any other hopes that you have for your life beyond Baylor? Right. So as soon as I graduate, um, I'd like to take a gap year or two just to get to work in research and really explore that option as something for me in the future. But ultimately, um, in the midst of taking my gap years, I'll study for the MCAT and take the MCAT and start applying to medical school. Um, I'd like to get into a medical school here in Texas. Um, But if I, you know, don't, or if I get in somewhere else that I decide to apply, again, I'm from Seattle, so I'll probably end up applying to some medical school there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to go and attend medical school, graduate from medical school, um, and figure out what specialty I'd like to go into as a doctor, uh, just without, you know, too much shadowing under my belt, um, and just hearing about the specialties. I think I'm interested mainly in general surgery or plastic surgery right now. And so, um, but definitely, you know, surgery in general, um, is something that I'm extremely interested in. And so that would be my dream is to be able to cut open people every day. (laughs) Very important. Yeah. So I don't, um, and I, I love the idea of really, um, dedicating my life to, Uh, learning and you know you never stop learning in that field and so I just think it's great and I love how um, intense it is and just want to I want to jump right in. (laughs) That's awesome. A lot of passion for that in your voice so that's a good thing. And so yeah that's my uh, those are my my dreams right now so. (laughs) That's great. Lauren thank you so much for taking time to visit with us today and share. Yeah thank you so much for inviting me. I'm I'm so honored that you think I'm a student worth listening to. (laughs) Oh my goodness well uh, we appreciate you taking the time and um, I know a lot of students will benefit from hearing some of your tips. 
I enjoyed my visit with Lauren so much. I'm so thankful for all the great information and insights that she gave us from great things to do during a study break to how to stay motivated. I mean, the importance of giving yourself the gift of time so that you can take study breaks and you can go check on something um, with the professor. I loved that her first tip was to go meet with your professor. Um, that is so important, so critical, and um, such a wonderful resource that Baylor provides incredible faculty uh, that are committed to helping you succeed and want to help you on your journey. I really liked how she talked about the importance of, of doing just a little bit at a time. So not feeling overwhelmed by having to complete the entire assignment, but breaking things up into bits and pieces and looking at every subject every day. She just had um, so many great nuggets of wisdom. Um, and I hope you can take away at least one thing and try it out this week, see if it'll help. Um, I think she speaks a lot to the challenges we face when we come to college and um, have different ideas from high school about how we studied and then um, how making some of those changes are really important to helping us be successful. So thanks so much for joining us today and for listening. Please let us know um, if you have any suggestions or comments or questions. And I hope you'll join us again next time when we hear another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make this podcast better. Or is there a certain content you would like to hear about? Please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes, and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies, um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about tips and techniques that different guests have shared, and also sometimes our guests take over our Insta stories. And those um, stories have been posted to our highlights. So be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Liebowitz.